You are listening to the Be Fit and Me podcast with your co-host, Lena. And your co-host, Amber. Be Fit and Me is a podcast dedicated to women. And men. Okay. Who want the best out of life. Our goal is to create a community where we can share our struggles, victories, and experiences to encourage not only ourselves, but you, and to inspire each other. We're not experts, doctors, or psychologists, but hope you'll follow us on this insane journey as we strive to have it all. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Be Fit and Me podcast episode. I'm your co-host, Amber. And I am Alina, and Amber's back. <laughs> She's back, kind of. You're back. It was a little scary last week. <laughs> Lena dragged me out, okay? I was throwing up all morning. I had a headache. All I wanted to do was, like, curl up in a ball. I'm pretty sure it was raining. And no, she's wondering why I was not at I expected her to 100%. have the attitude at the... I expected her to have my DNA. Yeah, but. my attitude does not get sick, okay? <laughs> it gets healthier, the worse I feel. But anyway, she's back and I'm back. So we're back to being fit and me. And Amber is now your wedding. It's coming. I keep saying, I just need two more weeks. I just need two more weeks. <laughs> two more months. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll take two weeks at this point, but that's not happening. So yeah, it's a complete cram session since we started this process with I think it was yeah in about six months and most people plan weddings for at least a year so well your relationship is just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've been on the fast track so everything's been like you know it's it's been a cram session but yeah it's getting there it's not quite there yet but we're almost there oh and so last week our topic was cleanses detoxing, juicing, and you mentioned that you were going to go on one. How was that when you were battling your cold or food poisoning? Did we ever determine what it was or did you ever determine what it was? slash PMS that turned into (laughs) my monthly. So (laughs) it was a rough weekend for Amber. And um, so, yeah, so I had actually, I wanted to do the cleanse a couple weeks earlier And for whatever reason, whatever reason, I procrastinated and I wasn't in the mood. And so I didn't start it. And then I chose this past week. And it's the week before my wedding because I knew the week of my wedding I couldn't because people are coming in town and we'll be going out to dinners and things like that. So this was like my last chance, my final stand to do a cleanse before the big day. And so, you know, period or not... I was committed. (laughs) So note to self, never, ever, ever do a freaking cleanse when it's that time of the month. It does not sound No, because it's like you're already, you're low iron, you're low energy. And then on top of that, you're juicing. You just feel gross. Yeah. Yeah. And like you're getting nutrients, but not at the same level if you're eating solid foods. So I was grumpy. I was hangry. I was like lightheaded and loopy. I was slow and it was a busy week at work. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was a hot mess 
at least week. you can admit that. Yes. yes <laughs> and I your can admit that. partner was not around. That's yes. a good thing. And yeah, conveniently, he always, you know, seems to be traveling when it's that time of the month. <laughs> so it kind of works out for him. But yeah, so it was a rough week. And then, you know, Friday night was actually a pretty late night at work. And it was the last day of my cleanse. I had my last couple of juices. And in my haste to get out of there, I left my juices at work. So I treated myself to a salmon salad (laughs) on the evening, the last evening of my cleanse. But at least it's still, you know, salmon salad, hummus, and a little pita slice. Just a little slice, just one. But then when I was doing the math, like technically it had been five days because I ate late Friday night because I was coming home from work so late. And so by the time my last meal, the Sunday before, it was, you know, a full five days. Oh, so, so yeah. So mission accomplished. I was going to say, did you feel the way you wanted to feel? I did not at all. (laughs) When I was going through it, I did not at all. It was like such, it was such a weird sensation because I was tired and a little bit like I felt like I was running on fumes the whole week it was more out of principle that you had to do it once you bought it and you just told yourself yeah. you were going to do it at that yeah. point yeah and I said I was going to do it before my wedding and this was like the last possible week so yeah but I got it done um but it did of course affect maybe my energy level at certain times between that and my period I mean the two of them and so it's not a good um, mix now no, you know it's not, it's not. <laughs> never ever again and so yeah so when it came to working out I worked out a little bit heavier earlier in the week like Monday and Tuesday when I still kind of had some food residue <laughs> in my system um so I did like a spin I did my strength conditioning and then for the rest of the week I did more Pilates core bar type of workouts so nothing high impact or high intensity um a little bit more just sort of you know strength training and core work. So that's how I balance it out. If I tried to go, you know, hardcore all week, like I probably would be passed out at home somewhere and you would have been calling me and like, where are you, Amber? Yeah, that's <laughs> the last thing that I would want to do if I'm dealing with my time of the month, my lady, right. my lady friend. That's <laughs> the last thing I want to be doing is jumping all over the place and making moves. No, calm, peaceful core workout is yeah. Sounds like a So now good I'm, I'm coming back to life. I've had, you know, solid foods, like I said, since. And, um, you know, I'm getting through my cycle. So, yeah, I'm, you know, getting back to myself finally. Amen to that. As far as my workout, again, I'm just easing back into it. So it's nothing crazy and just focusing on the strength and building up the core and building the muscle back because, you know, I, after taking so much time off, you lose a lot of muscle and, but I'm not, I don't feel guilty because I did, I did need to take that time obviously. And just easing back into it and not putting too much stress on my body and not, you know, giving myself too much um, pressure to go back to the way I was training before. And that's the healthiest way I could be. So we figured today, since last week we did talk about cleanses and different types of cleanses, not just the food we are eating and what we are consuming, but, um, what we use around the house, what's going through our skin, cause it all gets into the bloodstream one way or another. And today we felt we wanted to share with you ways. Well, I guess I'll break it down. So we're going to suggest or what we do to make time to work out when we don't have time. 
So a few suggestions on how to help you get that workout in and suggestions for things to use when you're intimidated. Say you're intimidated to go to the gym. You don't like working around guys that grunt and groan, or you see women or in sports bras and they have great abs. It's just really, it doesn't make you feel good or comfortable being around those, that environment, because it doesn't make you feel like you can push yourself or you can get the same results. Does that make sense? I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah. Or I think even if you don't have a fitness routine and the idea of starting one is intimidating or it seems True, overwhelming yeah. and the idea of like getting the clothes and getting in the car and driving somewhere mm-hmm. and just carving that time out. So these are maybe some suggestions to start to get to incorporate fitness into your life and then you can sort of grow and expand from there. And then lastly, how to improve daily activities to get you on a healthier track. So simple things you can do throughout the day that will get you to where you want to be quicker. Yeah. So I guess we'll start with suggestions that you have or that you use to make time for working out. I mean, I simply put it, you got to make time. So. And I, I agree 110%. So, you know, that's, I'm a, I'm a true believer in making time as well. But again, you know, like we've said many times, we don't have kids yet. And once you throw kids into, you know, the equation, it does become more complicated because now it's not just your schedule. It's also their schedule and the family schedule. And your partner's so, schedule. Yeah. yeah. So trying to work through all of that. So yes, right now I'm making time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, based on working with the clients that I have and, you know, many of them do have young children, babies, and I find that home workouts are the best for them. So while their children are maybe in school or taking a nap, that's when they get their workout in. Utilizing your own home space and maybe getting some bands or getting, you know, some stability balls, very small equipment you can kind of shove to the side or put in a box and put in your closet. You don't have to really see, you know, it doesn't have to be out in the open all the time, but just making space for you when you need it in a small, limited amount of time. So that's Yeah, that's a great idea. I mean, I even do that now sometimes. Mm -hmm. So like this morning, because there are a lot of last minute details I need to do and I didn't have a lot of time, but I got out my yoga mat and I mentioned before, like similar to when I travel, getting, you know, a little YouTube video and I did some core ab workout right in my one bedroom apartment. So Mm -hmm. you don't need a lot of space. Mm -hmm. You just need a yoga mat. I would suggest maybe some light dumbbells, maybe like five pounders or even lighter, depending on where you're starting. Or just go on your carpet and use a towel if you don't have a yoga mat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can use a towel as well. And, you know, bands if you can get those. So yeah, that's a great place to start. Or incorporate your kids. So if you have you know, a young newborn or baby, you know, you could do squats. You've seen those mommy and me classes. You just start with doing squats or doing shoulder presses with your kid or doing push-ups, and you, you know, just give them a little kiss or giggle at them. They they like to be involved in your workouts. I see it all the time with some of my clients. Videos Mm -hmm. with like the kids working out with Mm -hmm. the mom Mm -hmm. because they want to do what she's doing. It's so Mm -hmm. cute. Like if they're doing yoga or something. Yeah. So incorporate incorporate your children and turn it into a family workout at home. And then also, it's a great sort of building for them so they become more active yeah a great you know model for for kids so they become more active and see fitness as just part of their life and not some sort of fun it's fun and not some sort of obligation and then maybe leaving work early you know really making a point or even on time don't stay past this I don't know 
Yeah. I have a I'll, deadline. I'll take this one since or, I... Yeah. <laughs> no, I have clients. I they the they make okay. it a point to leave exactly when they're supposed to leave so they can make it on time to meet me because we've scheduled that. Yeah, I think it depends on your job. I think it depends on what is happening at work. Or how at dedicated that moment. you are. <laughs> but I do. I definitely have those nights where I want to get this done, even though the truth of the matter is it can wait until the next morning. So you just have to be honest with yourself. Are you, you know, sitting there at work to get something done because you're trying to run out of time to not have to go to the gym? or avoiding it or are you doing it because it's really necessary it's time sensitive to get done in that moment so like you know you can make that judgment or the other option is to just get up earlier sacrifice a little more sleep or go to bed earlier and wake up and go to the gym or go to the gym if you happen to have it at work you and then also another thing is if you're at home or even at a gym at your your job or outside using an app an online program I know a few people that use those and it's helped them stick to a regular fitness routine. So they use a combination of coming to my classes, using me as a trainer and using those online platforms to get in shape. And when I first started working out more seriously, and and even when I was working out before, when I was, I would, like I said, I was like casual, you know, (laughs) casually active, casual, you know, workout. Pretending to work out. (laughs) She just wanted to look cute at the gym. It was just like a couple days a week. It was just like, okay, if I get there a couple days a week, I'm good, you know. And so, uh, but I would have to like mentally tell myself in the morning, okay, you're working out today. And I would have to tell myself that same thing throughout the entire day to make sure that I followed through with it. So that's where the exercise started for me was first mentally. If I was just woke up and was like, maybe I will, maybe I won't. It's going to be like that every single day. But if I had said, okay, I'm going a couple days this week, it's Wednesday. I haven't done anything yet then I need to commit to that. And so it started as a mental exercise where I'm like, okay, you're working out today, you're working out today, you're working out today. And then I would work out today. Now I'm to the point where I don't have to do that anymore because it's just a part of my life. So I don't even think about, oh my God, I have to work out today. I think about, okay, I know I have my class at, you know, one o'clock and I need to get there, but it's not like, oh my God, I have to work out. I don't dread it anymore. I look forward to it. So I think, you know, when you're first starting, just that, like you said, planning it out, committing to it, and then mentally preparing yourself so you don't, you keep yourself honest. Yeah, you don't want to fall off. Now, suggestions for things to use when you're, notice how I have it on silent. (laughs) (laughs) Suggestions for things to use when you're intimidated. And I mentioned gym, but you can just be intimidated overall, like you mentioned earlier. Yeah, just being overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. So like if you don't currently have a workout or fitness routine and you also feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so busy and you don't know where to begin, just different ideas to incorporate more fitness into your life to maybe build into a routine. And then you can sort of increase as you build your confidence and your comfort level. And my suggestion to, there are a lot of gyms out there that are dedicated solely to women. And so if you are a woman listener out there listening to us and you have been wanting to join a gym and you want to get back in shape. There are are several all women gyms and join that and slowly get back into it. And then you can maybe go to other gyms like 24 hour fitness, Equinox, you know, all those Mm -hmm. other options out there. Another thing is to hire a trainer. If you feel intimidated or you don't know how to use the machines or you just feel like you're doing something wrong, you just need a jump start. That's my, I think, 
number one suggestion or recommendation is to invest in yourself and invest in a trainer um, to get you those results that you want. Or if you don't have the money and you maybe want to have a partner or a few people with you, your friends, I've done this before where coworkers get together and they have a class of just three or four women together. So they meet up after work and they have a workout. It's a social hour for them. And then they go home to their families and kids. So that's an option too. It's cheaper. Plus you're getting that one-on-one benefit without having to go to a gym. So those are my suggestions and tips on how to get a workout when you're feeling intimidated or overwhelmed. And then, so I think the next piece of that then is the intimidation crossing with the overwhelmed because of the time commitment and you feel Mm -hmm. like you don't have any extra time to spare. So A couple of suggestions if you happen to work in a corporate environment like I do, you can also start with taking the stairs at work. So instead of taking the elevator up, you know, take the stairs. I've also, you know, the building I'm in, you know, we're on the ninth floor. So I can't say I definitely don't take the stairs every day, but I also work out. But this is just, you know, ideas to get started. But if you want to take the stairs or even doing it at lunch, right? So spend half of your lunch going up and down the stairs, getting some activity, eat a lunch and get back to work. So the combination of eating with having some physical activity will also help avoid that kind of midday lull that you get when you're just sitting at a desk all day eating food and then all of a sudden you're you know you're feeling tired and lethargic Mm -hmm. so instead of reaching for you know the candy to spike your sugar if you have that little activity going up and down the stairs during your lunch you know it'll help yeah it'll help your your stamina for the rest of the day yeah that's one of my recommendations I give to my clients is use the stairs whenever you can plus the elevators sometimes take forever or they don't work (laughs) so you have to practice those stairs especially if there's a fire yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. Or, but it's easier to go down than it is to go up. Right. So also if you live in an apartment building, you can do that as well. So mm-hmm. some people may already be in work. a walk up. So <laughs> they're already incorporating that into their life, which is great. Um, but if you, you know, have elevators and you're not currently taking the stairs, just think about starting to take the stairs. And that mm-hmm. was something else I did. You know, I started doing a few years back. I just said, you know, first of all, the elevator took too long. It would annoy Mm -hmm. me. I just want to get there. Sometimes you don't want to see certain people. (laughs) And you'll burn calories in the process. It's a (laughs) win-win. And you're alone. So I think sometimes I don't want to bump into someone in the elevator. That's the last person I want to see. So let's go in the elevator. Some other ways to improve daily activities to get you on a healthier track. I, this is my personal favorite. However, my partner doesn't really like when I do this when I'm driving. (laughs) I like to park further away from the entrance to whatever we happen to be going, say that's the store. And he doesn't understand my method behind that. It's because I want to burn more calories and (laughs) walk further away. I am a trainer. This is, why do I have to spend 20 minutes around (laughs) driving to find the perfect parking spot right in front when I can just go right into a parking lot park, two minute walk away and be healthier. That's my thing. So I, that's another suggestion I give to my clients. Um, and you don't agree you're you're on. no I mean it's just I think it's different because I do feel like okay I work out so then I'm not like looking to so you would waste 20 in. minutes driving around for a parking spot no like I'm not saying that I'm not gonna do that but yeah I'm not like okay I'm here and then I still have to walk 
five bucks. Or another suggestion is, hey, maybe you you live really close to a grocery store or a restaurant. Instead of driving, I know in LA, it's people do not like to walk. But hey, how about change it up and take a walk instead of calling Uber or going down to your car and driving to, you know, two blocks or even a mile. Get out and walk. If it's a nice day, I understand if it's raining, but. Or invest in a bike. Yeah, do something different. Bikes are, you know. Bikes, biking is becoming, has become pretty big in LA. I don't know. Biking is kind of dangerous. Well, it yeah. is. Yes. Because <laughs> driving in LA is dangerous. So let alone imagine being on a bike. Well, I don't like <laughs> bikers with their, their headphones on. Yeah. They're not, I don't understand why you're not observing your surroundings. You just trust drivers not to hit you. So you're not listening. You're listening to your music and you're not paying attention to the road. That's the most frustrating but that's thing. that's just the LA <laughs> driving riding mentality because that's exactly how drivers and cars act they're not paying attention either so that's just you know so that's a big step okay (laughs) that's asking a lot of people not everyone lives in la (laughs) hey and has has a nice quiet you know there are plenty of urban cities and places that you can walk you know there are walkable cities oregon is seattle portland i shouldn't say oregon i should say portland yeah <laughs> um if you're walking oregon like on the oregon trail <laughs> the pch More trail to you. yeah yeah anyways uh you suggested this that you have the stand-up desk and that's something i've actually recommended to one client in particular she's ha- having really horrible back pains and back issues and it was the way her computer was a- yes, situated and so it took a while i think to get her boss or the management to purchase that for her because they just they didn't see it they didn't understand it to get her one but I think once it got changed or switched the placement of even just without getting the stand-up desk but just the placement of the computer in her chair made a world of difference so making those small adjustments until you get the adjustable desk can help it's definitely worth advocating for it and if you are having back problems that should be something that the company should have to invest in Mm -hmm. if your doctor is recommending that it's healthier for you and also because I think a lot of companies have policies about it it, the whole thing I think you know like 10 15 years ago or 15 20 years ago was all about the ergonomics how you sit at your desk, how you have your mouse. But I think now, you know, the trend is moving towards this standing desk and being a little bit even more active. But yes, a standing desk, I'm super excited. I'll be getting one very soon. And so it's just great because standing over sitting alone is going to burn more calories. And so it was just when I was, you know, looking up to find out some of the benefits of this of the standing desk, they made a couple of points like, one for sure, you're burning more calories. They said that even compared to like an afternoon walk, and we're not talking like speed walking, <laughs> like active walking. We're just talking about a leisurely, you know, walk down the street. Walking through the mall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, you know, standing has been shown to burn even more calories than hmm. just like a casual, you know, non-energetic We should not walk. put that out there because no one's going to walk now. They're just going to stand. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Amber told me I could just stand and burn more calories. <laughs> well, again, disclaimer at top at the top of the show. <laughs> I'm not a doctor or an expert or a psychologist. But yeah. So anyway, so yeah, but potentially you could at least burn as many calories standing as just doing a casual walk. Another benefit is that it helps. There's been studies to say that it helps to reduce 
blood sugar spikes. Mm. So again, we were talking about that, you know, the mid-afternoon lull and why there's a benefit to maybe, you know, using the stairs. Also standing, you know, as opposed to sitting all day will help lower the blood sugar and keep it in check, which will, in combination with you maybe not grabbing, you know, going for the snack for the sweet to get the spike, just standing alone will help with that. So you'll burn calories standing and then also be taking in less calories because you're not, you know, reaching for the snack. And you won't flatten your butt. You know, what? flatten your butt. Yeah. <laughs> you're building and your. You're gonna have more of a bootylicious. You're strengthening behind. your butt muscles. <laughs> you weaken them by sitting so much. Yeah, and so, and you also don't have to stand the whole time. Mm-hmm. So the great, the benefit of a lot of the standing desks is that they can move, you know, upward and downward. So you can sit for a time, you can stand for a time, and even that change in level by sitting, standing, and alternating, even that alone can help. With, Get some squats, know, girl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> help, you know, um, help to reduce like the blood sugar spikes and also, you know, help burn calories. Movement, yeah. So I don't feel like you have to stand the whole time. No, but that, yeah. because they, nurses and doctors and also recommend not doing that. Yeah. Because, because of, they're standing yeah. all day long. So you need a good Everything combination. Moderation. Yeah. But yes, but adding, adding a standing desk, standing for parts of the day instead of sitting all day is a great way to burn some extra calories and is a way to, you know, without even really having to think anymore, incorporate a little bit more activity into your routine. And I've seen some companies actually have treadmills. That's a little bit too much. Like, I can't imagine being on the call. I'm like, But they're really going slow. I mean, this is a slow walk. But that's interesting to me. I think it's pretty fascinating. Yeah, no, I think, you know, a lot of what we talk about the office is transferable to home. And so, you know, we were talking about the standing desk. And yes, that is a larger investment. So if you're not in a position to make that investment personally, if you're working from home, or if, you know, you've tried and tried and, you know, the company yeah. just isn't able to do that for you, the all you know, another idea is to maybe get like a balanced ball as your oh, yeah. chair. So that will also help with your um, your posture and your core and will help burn a few extra calories while you're sitting at the desk instead of just sitting in a chair and slouching over and they do have the neat ones I had one in college it's not it's a it's not a ball and it's not a typical chair you kind of lean into it and it forces your posture to be upright so you're going at an angle and your knees it's very interesting how it was situated but it helped me so much with keeping my spine straight and neutral um, and it was comfortable surprisingly enough um i need to look that up so i can find out the name but that was a good choice for my college days writing those papers on the computers so there are several options out there when it comes to having something comfortable and more they even have like the balance ball chair so it's not just the balance ball but Mm -hmm. there's some support in the back so you're not just sitting on a ball (laughs) like in front of your desk but there's some some support around and it's something also that you can use say when you're at home if you're doing a task where you would be sitting sit on a balance ball instead of you know sitting at your home desk yeah home office yeah watching tv you know? Even, yes. Yeah, so we have a lot of suggestions, and that's pretty much, I mean, I wouldn't suggest anything unless I did it myself. Well, obviously, I don't work in corporate world, so I'm not going to have a stand-up <laughs> desk, but these are just recommendations I have made to my clients, and it seems to help them. So that's why I'm giving the recommendations on this podcast. And clearly, Amber's using, you know, the same methods, and it's, you know, she sees benefits from it. And also, I think that if I... 
Hatton Incorporated fitness as a lifestyle, that these are the little changes that can maybe help to build in a routine that then I can, you know, sort of expand and grow on. So going from sitting on a balance ball at your desk or, you know, having a standing desk to then taking a walk at lunch and doing the stairs to then working out. So the idea is also that if, you know, you're finding that the idea and you don't feel you have a moment or the time, these are just the little changes that can start to make a difference. And I think once you start to feel the difference and realize that it's not as big as it may seem when you're starting it, then that will give you the confidence to maybe want to incorporate a more serious workout routine into your schedule. Exactly. Agreed. So now it's, we went through this so smoothly. So proud of us. Now it's ready for our, now we're ready to share our fit tips. I hope you're ready to hear them. And if you're not, (laughs) here we go. Too bad. (laughs) (laughs) So my fit tip for this week, and I feel like we sort of touched on this point in different podcasts, but it really is just about listening to your body because I was just reflecting on my very difficult week and I honestly, I did feel like I was running on fumes. And so... I can't believe you stuck with it as long as you did. <laughs> I can hardly believe in myself, but it's amazing what, you know, a week... You can do when you're writing. Yeah. <laughs> How it will motivate you. Yes. <laughs> but yes, but it's just really listening to your body. And so if you're having you know, one of those days where you're feeling like a pain in your, your arm, like don't lift up, don't use the heavier weights, like allow yourself, you know, a break because what may end up happening is you could injure it worse. And then you could seriously not be working out for a while because you're trying to heal. So if there's a pain or if you're feeling, you know, like your energy is lower because you've been sick. And, you know, you're trying to build it back up. Don't feel like you have to get back to 100 just because you missed a day or don't feel like you have to push back full force just because you have to get it all in in the week. Like really adapt to what your body is feeling. And, you know, on the other side of it, if you are feeling strong, you know, you've had that cup of coffee and you're, <laughs> you're feeling mm-hmm. the caffeine then push yourself harder. Don't, then don't take a back seat. You better pick up that, that heavier weight. And so it all balances out, but it's really about being, you know, true to yourself, listening to your body and, you know, making the right decisions when it comes to pushing yourself and also maybe adjusting your routine to, you know, for the benefit of your health. Agreed. I had to change my fit tip real quick. Cause you kind of added in what I was going to say. <laughs> so, Mine is simple and it's a fit tip squared. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) And the three points we made making time to work out when you don't have time, suggestions on how to use or what to use when you're intimidated and activities to make your life healthier. This is all going to be big changes in your life, especially if you have, you're pretty sedentary in your ways or you have been that way in a while for a while. And you're just going to have to make it a point to start with one simple change. And I think that change personally should be planning it out. So plan out your week. If you only make it to the gym twice, you made it to the gym twice. That was more than you were, you know, prior to that week. So don't ever feel guilty for starting something that's making your life healthier, but you have to start with a plan. 
And if you don't have that, you're just going to still be chaotic. and You're never going to follow through with any type of goal or healthy lifestyle. So that's my tip is go after it. Don't feel guilty. Make a plan and challenge yourself. And it's amazing how over time with those small changes, like I was saying before, at some point you stop thinking about it because it just becomes a part of what you're doing. And then it's something it's provides a foundation that you can build on. Like me, like me parking away so far away. I don't even think about it, but when other people are in the car with me, they get frustrated with me. And I said, well, (laughs) I don't understand why this is, you guys are trying to live a healthier lifestyle. What is a two minute walk? So I park further away from the gym the store. I don't mind the rain if it's raining. That's just my mentality. I've taught myself for so long to, to do things that way. And maybe when I do have a child, I got to think about the child, you know, I'm not just going to run them. (laughs) (laughs) They come first, I guess I got to sacrifice. Yes. But, but, but the idea is that once you start doing these small things at some point, you stop thinking about it at all. Exactly. And now you've, you have, you know, a healthy habit that you've incorporated into your life and you can add another one. And hopefully, like I said before, and we've both mentioned, your family gets involved too, because that's important. You stick to it more when your core and this, your your surroundings are doing the same thing. So teach your baby downward dog and... Right? <laughs> Our boxing. Figure it out. We're going to have a little boxer come out. <laughs> yeah. Our basketball. Yeah, that's going to be... Just lean, over. That's going to be lean and slow. Yeah. He's hoping for that. Um, I just want an overall healthy baby. Don't care the gender at this point right? Anywho, getting off track again, talk about babies, (laughs) because that's what I truly want. Yeah. So I guess we should fill you in on what's coming up in the next week, because it is Amber's wedding. We are going to take some time off. It's a big day, but it's a big two weeks. Yes. So we decided that um, we will take a week off. So we won't be posting the week of, I believe, 18th, 18th. yeah. Yeah. So for, for Amber's a good cause. Wedding. Good cause. This is, oh my gosh, this is my last podcast as a single woman. <laughs> Such a big it's deal. Crazy. Yeah. Yes. And then when we do come back, we are actually going to talk marriage. <laughs> Such bum, a, bum, bum. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to. Lena's going to rain her. <laughs> Helen, well, I thought it was a pro. I, I didn't think it was. I'm a very opinionated person, so I didn't think it was right that we do this talk before her wedding. So we should do it <laughs> after. Went, she, I don't want to discourage her. Like call off the wedding. Out, yeah, exactly. Runaway bride. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? My words are powerful. It might be able. It might do that. No. So that's what you should be expecting in the podcast the following week after. I cannot do math right now and I could easily look on my phone at the calendar, but I'm not going to do that. It's just going to be difficult. So the week after the 18th, we will be back with a marriage. Oh, so lovely. My favorite topics day, everyone. Oh yeah. And, um, by the way, I did delete not to say that anyone was really caring, but I, last week we did again, mention purging and getting rid of this. So I've taken a break from social media um, just needed a, needed a break. So you can still get in contact with us through our website, befittingme.com and our email as well. Befittingme at gmail.com. <laughs> and I think it's just important just to listen to our podcast and hear what's going on in our lives by listening to us. I am excited for the wedding and I'm looking forward to our chat about marriage. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. It is going to be interesting. But I think, necessary. Yeah, I have my own, you know, I think my own views have evolved over 
time. So yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, it's 2019. Things have changed since my mother, your mother, our mm-hmm. grandparents got married. Things yeah. are just different. So let's see what happens. <laughs> enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your week. And the holiday weekend, President's yeah. Day weekend. So All-Star weekend. Amber's wedding weekend. I think it's Oscar's weekend too. No, that's 24th. I think. Okay. But just go out and start living a healthier lifestyle. Bye. Bye. Until next time, remember, stay sweet, stay sexy, stay sassy, but more importantly, be sassy. Ooh, I think I got it all.